What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the Item 9 podcast, and today we're going to be talking about our favorite games of the last decade. Uh, we had some really good games come out, so today I'm joined by Graham and Carter, as usual, and they're going to talk to us, and we're just going to talk in general about our favorite games of the last 10 years. Um, we've each got our own personal lists, and... Um, we're going to talk about what those games mean to us, why they we think that they're the best games of the decade, and just how they've impacted our lives and think how they've impacted the gaming community as a whole. So I guess um, if you guys want to introduce yourselves. Hey, hey I'm Carter. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to start so official. What's going on? It's, um, uh, it's Graham. It's Graham. I'm here. I'm uh all right, I'm, I'm gonna decade. go. I'm gonna go first, man. Whole decade, 10 years. I'm gonna go, and and on our list, there. I don't think well, mine for one isn't in any particular ranking order. I just think that these are some of the best games that I've played over the last decade, and um, I think we're just gonna go back and forth with one another. We're each gonna say one game off our list, and we're just gonna go back and forth between that. And I think a lot of us, or some of us at least, have a few of the same games on our list. So I think that would be a good way for us to kind of go into depth on uh, why the game is so good in general. So I'm going to, I'm going to start off. Um, I'm going to go with Red Dead Redemption. Um, came, came in in 2010, you know, it was a good game. Um, Rockstar, you know, kind of moved away from that Grand Theft Auto, you know, kind of scenario, scenery and atmosphere that we're used to. And they totally like just, transformed us and took us into this like such a deep like intricate world with red dead redemption just the story itself was so good and that was like kind of a playoff of like red dead revolver so they got like the yeah, what was that? yeah red dead revolver i don't remember much about but i remember it was like an angry guy in a box cover yeah it looked nothing like john mars yeah but yeah, and I think this like this game just how it is so interactive in the world. Like, there's so much things you can do. The whole ecosystem of how like the animals even interact with each other, and just the depth of, to this game and the story of John Marston, the writing by Rockstar in this game is crazy. The multiplayer component is incredible too. I remember having a lot of fun with that, and even like the DLC, like the Undead Nightmare, was awesome. I think. Like, yeah, that was a really good um, add-on to the story, too, that kind of gave it almost like a supernatural vibe to it as well and gave it some new gameplay mechanics with the different types of zombies and whatnot. But in terms of, like, an immersive kind of gameplay experience, definitely at the top just because of the whole, like, the, the Wild West that they created was so, so good and rich with content. Just one of the... Games you can get lost in for hours, I think. I think it really shows, too, when we got the sequel, like, just from one of the best villains in a in a video game series. Like, Dutch was an incredible um, antagonist, and it really sh shows throughout, like, the story writing. And I think that Red Dead and Red Dead 2 um, are probably one of the best games of the decade, for sure. So, uh, I was... I was very torn about putting it on my list. It's definitely one of the honorable mentions on my list. 
But it's it's yeah, it's definitely a very standout game of the decade. I definitely had a lot of fun, especially with the multiplayer, hanging out with the boys, mm-hmm. getting on the zebras and all that. Horse and everything in the DLC, and then I'm uh, yeah, red. Undead Nightmare 2 was yeah. definitely like one of the highlights of the game too. Like that, I had a lot of fun playing that for definitely, sure. Definitely, um, uh, like the, when we were talking about the multiplayer, I remember going to like the San Juan, like uh, like the castle in like Mexico. Like, oh oh yeah. yeah, oh and just, yeah. Like, having, having to beat that on um, uh, that one to get the achievement of like yeah. just having like the highest star rating at that place, and just like with me, my cousin, like three other people. Woo. I think I think we could put Red Dead 2, and I would say like that's we can put them in the same bracket for sure because I think everything that red dead one does red dead two does it to like a and a whole nother level with it. at some points like the mechanics in the game of red dead are a little like cumbersome it's a little bit too much but i think from in, in the second one yeah in the second one yeah but i i just think that's rockstar showing off like it's technical like prowess like where they've come so far in in their development history and like this game just shows just like we're this is just all, it's not even the tip of the iceberg because like who knows what they're working on next? Like, wh- how, where can it possibly go from there? I think with Red Dead 2, how immersive and, and, and deep the ecosystem was, how deep the, the character mechanics were in the game, just the whole environment. So I think also Red Dead 2 for me is, is Red Dead 1 are definitely share the same spot on the list for me in terms of top games of the decade. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go next. Uh, for me, the game I'd like to say first is uh, Bioshock Infinite. I would <laughs> fuck off, kid. I would have liked to put uh, I would have liked to put Bioshock one on, but it's not in. It's it's before 2010, so I can't really put it on my list. Yeah. Bioshock Infinite is also a very amazing game, especially with like the criticism and skepticism around it when we first all saw that it wasn't the dark creepy atmosphere underwater atmosphere we were used to we were up in the clouds it was a very different atmosphere but i thought it brought a very good vibe to the game and i liked the how they kept up with like the olden day music and the olden day theme but it's like also kind of futuristic at the same time and the gameplay is amazing especially with the grappling hook and everything oh the sky hook the sky hook yeah the sky sky hook hook, yeah. yeah And then the DLC, too, where you got to go back to Rapture was really incredible. So it's definitely a very standout game for me. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Bioshock Infinite. And that was like a game that I've Bioshock. I always heard you and specific Carter talk about all the time. And I never played Bioshock until I picked up Infinite. And it was such a good game. Um, that game had a crazy, like, rocky development, too. Like, that mm-hmm. game took forever to come out. We know it got changed a lot before it came out i remember like seeing e3 demos and and videos of the game when it first came out and then when it actually came out it was a little different but yeah, it, was, it it was still out. there I was stuff was a lot different. of stuff taken out yeah but it was still, it was still a really it was a really good game and i think had they had more time they think they would have explored um that world way more if they could have and they had the time but i think due to like you know time restrictions and whatnot i think wanted to close it off yeah. too as well because with the dlcs they ended off with like it even connected it to uh, sorry um uh, with the dlcs even like um uh um what was it was it a uh, bur- 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 yeah, yeah yeah 
That's what I said. We go back to Ratchet. Yeah, we go back to Ratchet and take care of it. And like, this sells everything up really like uh, quite well. It's exciting to see that now. Um, uh, when, when, and if, and when there are going to be rumors for it, it's going to be for a next gen console for sure. So I, I think, I think we're nowhere close to seeing the end of Bioshock. Just like the end of like the no, traditional. they they are working on a new. They yeah, opened like, up a new studio. But it's not, it's not, it's not the original guys at all. It's yeah, it's, it's not it's, the it's, it's not the original brand. guys, but they are still working on a new Bioshock game right now. They opened up a new studio. I forgot what it was called. Escaping my mind right now, but this was like a few weeks ago, and they've been working on this project for quite some time now. So, we we should be getting a new Bioshock game, not soon, but foreseeably on next generation for sure. We're gonna get a new Bioshock title. So, Graham, what's the first you got on your list? My first uh, game on my list is uh my first game on my list is uh October 2010. I'm uh, Fallout New Vegas. Fall New Vegas, yeah, it just made it. Um, uh, freaking amazing game. Um, I remember playing it so much and just being drawn into uh, drawn into the world of um, uh, of of uh, Fallout and post apocalyptic America that much more. Takes some uh, three years place after Fallout Three. Not really like direct, but um, uh, just because the world's so rich, doesn't have to be a direct sequel. Um, playing as that just a uh, delivery man and marking my way out in the world. Uh, it's just it was it was it was so good, and then like having those guys come back again in Outer Worlds, just like recently. Yeah, with Obsidian. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Obsidian, just really like brought home that like nostalgic feeling of like, okay, sick. This is what I want my action my action RPGs to be, right? Like I go around, lick my shots, finesse my ways, talk to people I need to find like great funny stories that actually like um uh, happen. Like I remember in Fallout New Vegas, going and seeing like uh the fridge. With Indiana Jones when he opened it up, um, uh, just outside of uh, Good Springs, I believe, and then um, uh, like the same in like um, just Outer Worlds. The writing too is just jokes, so I had, I had a great time with that one this year. So definitely Fallout Outer Worlds. I'm gonna pair that up as my first. Uh, Fallout follow in general is definitely an honorable mention for me. Being I would have had Fallout Three on this list, being my favorite game of all time, but I. I did have one. I I won't say anything else of Bethesda, but um, <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely yeah. a big standard. Yeah, you guys are way bigger Fallout fans than me. Like I've only played Fallout Four. <laughs> See, like it yeah, was okay. Like, no, and that, and that one that, that one's not even the good one. Like uh, Fallout New Vegas, I played all the DLC for that. Fallout like, Three you know? is the good one, but like chill, no, chill, okay, chill. Okay, okay, okay. Fallout Three Fallout is Fallout definitely Vegas better is than New Vegas. Vegas. No, 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 no. Because Fallout New Vegas, like, like bro, Fallout Three better, is OG, bro. DLCs, bro. Yo, when you went in that alien spaceship. Well, they can't nothing to do with the divide, bro. Go oh. deal in the divide. Oh my right? god! Deal with that first, and then come talk. And the tunes, ba- the tunes in Fallout Three are definitely way better. Nah, nah, nah. New Vegas, New Vegas is the biggest tune. That's that's. They, a, they all have good tunes. That's definitely from. that's definitely a big, big standout of big the Fallout iron. series in general. New Vegas from, and that's is fine. definitely a standout is the music. Exactly. That's definitely something that brought me to Fallout in general. Which which was a shame about Outer Worlds that like you know I know they don't have music to work with, but like let's take a little bit of something. All right, so Gabe, what's the next yeah, on your what's, list? What's, what's next for you? Um, this is probably one of my favorite game franchises of all time, and jeez, on, no, Assassin's Creed. It, I, do you have Assassin's Creed? I, on your list? I don't have it, but I think I'm gonna add. I'm. I know it's not too late to add add games. Because I was gonna say, you guys, you guys know I like Assassin's Creed. You are the biggest Assassin's Creed fanboy I know. Okay, but but that's not this next game. This next game is another game that I'm a massive fanboy about, and that is Batman: Arkham City, 2012, October. Okay, 
that game is phenomenal. Arkham City is it takes everything that Arkham Asylum does and does it better. Like the story. Oh my god, what an ending where it's one of the few times that Batman actually and if you haven't played this game, what are you doing? I'm like no, uh, what is it? No, you know, with the Joker dying and with Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, you know, doing the voices of Batman and the Joker, like, oh, my God. Like, the way they play off each other in this game, it's like, uh, it's some of the best video game writing, like, ever. The team at Rocksteady just, like, knocks it out of the park with this one. And just, like, the immersion of you being able to be Batman and, you know... Using all his gadgets and it's definitely like every kid's dream. Yeah, being it, Batman and, and, being and able the to and play as Batman, hopping in the Batmobile. Like. We didn't get we didn't get that till Batman Arkham Knight, but <laughs> but the whole fact that you know there's people didn't even know that Arkham City was in development until like or uh, um the the developers of Arkham Asylum went and was like, hey, you guys missed an Easter egg, and then. They teased the sequel inside of the first game. Like, there was blueprints for Arkham City inside, like, the warden's office yeah, yeah, and, Ar- yeah, and Arkham yeah. Asylum. And, like, people didn't find that. And then I remember doing that and, like, just being so hyped for the next game. And then it comes out and it's amazing. Like, that free-flow combat system that they kind of, like, coined at, you know, Rocksteady. It just feels so good. Like, you know, the series of, like, combos that you pull off and the blocking and even it, the parts i think about the combat too is it doesn't a lot of games like that it can feel very repetitive yeah. with the movements and attacks you yeah. have it like very rarely feels repetitive but it with feel, all the it gadgets feels so it, it feels, feels so good like it's got some weight to it like when you're punching people as batman like the mechanics of this game are just so good the side quests you know one of the games where sometimes the side quests are just as good as the main story like um the 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 acting the even the sounds and like the special yeah effects like too. oh so good I mean I found I found the ability for them to actually make you feel like the Batman when yeah you that's the predator of yeah the detective mode yeah yeah exactly the stealth mechanics the scenes with like Scarecrow and stuff like that yeah it's just a really amazing game and i hope we get another batman game soon i just want another batman game i know well, warner brothers montreal is teasing something they're teasing they're putting out pictures and images and what could possibly possibly be a uh court of owls game and i hope we get something soon because we need more batman games in our life Uh, straight, straight I don't Batman. know, man. Batman is just where it's Batman. at. Yeah, you know he's he's uh, he's, he's, he's almost really any sort of depth. Yeah, you know, I agree. You, you you can make a you can make an action beat him up out of any of those heroes, but you can't really make a story out of it. Yeah, and I think that's one Batman. of the things that's that the Arkham difference. City does so well, right? Mm-hmm. With, the, with the with the whole storytelling behind it, just, you know, a new story that we never got or never heard before, and they just use the characters that. You know all of all of the references and all of the characters, all of the history that um, us as Batman's fans know and love. They just use that and utilize that to the best of their abilities, and it just really shows in this game. And it's definitely one of my top games of the decade. Carter. All right, so uh, I know it's a bit uh, basic to have a Call of Duty on my list, but I gotta have, I gotta Woo! have, 
I gotta have uh, Call of Duty Black Ops on my list, just being such a influential game to me. I remember I had like spent so much time playing that game. I had so many online friends. I remember always getting out of the maps and zombies. Like zombies in that game was so much fun. I remember first playing in World World uh, at War, and then like they completely like revamped it and made it better. And the all the maps are so good. It's just such great combat system. Definitely like the best Call of Duty to me, at least. Nuketown, like they get, that was that was the game that gave us Nuketown. Man. Yeah, it's yeah, an oh iconic, an iconic map. Like Nuketown, <laughs> literally brought back in like eight more games. I think we're like <laughs> we're in like a grade, like high school. When the game first came out, and it was just so good. The class, the customization that they were they were able to bring to the game. Were you able to customize your yeah. your characters and your guns oh, yeah. and all of that? It was just such a extra needed layer of d- depth that i think re- they really needed to add to like uh, you know kind of push forward with where they were going with call of duty and it was so good like the map the map dlcs oh, that they were the starting maps, to come like, out with usually, were so good maps you're like oh i don't even like how yeah. i like one of these maps the, like, the maps had DLC the maps, maps had good, depth the to them maps. i mean, remember one they had kowloon or, or something like oh, that yeah, and that you had zip you had zip lines zip going line. across Yo, the maps I, re- like, I remember when they first dropped the trailer for that everyone was snapping <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. Yo. See, see, I was, I was, I was also the friend coming over to my boy's place to play that game because, like, you know, I was more of a single player game. Like, okay, you know, hold, like, wait, 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 and and not let's not forget about the single player story. Like, oh yeah, the, the story was, was amazing. Good. It was very I, like trippy psychological, and, like, psychological, like, like betrayal. Which, which, which one is this for? Which one is this for? This is the one where you Black find out it's like Reznov. Reznov, yeah, where Reznov's inside of his head. You know, like. That was such a good. Oh man! You're, you're in Cuba. You're in Cuba. Yeah. Taking out, taking out Castro. Castro's double. Da- Castro's oh. double. Oh, yeah. Call, Call of the Dead DLC. Oh, with George oh. Romero. All the zombies DLCs. Oh fuck! The best zombie maps. See, that's what. That's Incredible. what. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All hits. Yeah. All right, Graham. So what's next um, up on your list? For myself, uh, something that kind of like laid laid the groundwork a lot for like a lot of games coming out this year would be um uh, Far Cry Three for me. Um, uh, Far Cry 3 coming out in 2012 was um, sick because it started and brought back a franchise that I really loved back on PCC-ROM um, uh, with Far Cry 2 back when like weapon, weapon degradation was like a new thing and I was just like, oh shoot, what's this environment? I got malaria I gotta worry about. Mans are after me. Bom, 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 bom. It's going wild. And Far Cry 3 came out, um, uh, just brought in a whole bunch of new things and just uh, really showed me the definition of insanity that um, Ubisoft can make these uh, great sort of movie set piece stories. While like you know, I'm uh, having a solid action FPS game and just bringing something new again, like I'm um, uh, to like the whole series and like that's why personally me like I felt like it was sick, uh, sick series. I can do so much stuff, call on like animals and things. Far Cry Three is definitely a big yeah. honorable mention for me too. Uh, yeah, I know Carter loves Far Cry. Yeah, Far Cry. I'm surprised that Car- this wasn't on Carter's list. Yeah, I was. I was thinking worried, of adding worried, a Far Cry. I was debating it. It's definitely yeah. an honorable mention. Like especially with Voss, I'm very mm-hmm. into strong antagonists, and Voss definitely like changed up how an antagonist can play in a video game, and it really like brought the antagonist to life like this guy's really after me he's after my family he's after my friends like you, you know, know like you guys just on a vacation that, trip man. like bro that that vacation first trip scene bro boys. like it just shakes you to your core it's so cages, good. and then at the end like it's very well done it's I definitely d- my one of my standout ubisoft games for sure did you kill your friends 
Huh? Did you, did you kill your friends at the end of, of Far Cry 3? I've never played the game, so you're spoiling it for me. My bad, my bad. I don't want to spoil it for you. But, like, by now, if you haven't played it, there's, like, some, there's like some wildness that goes on at the end. Car, car, you, you uh, it's 4 is good, too. 4 is good, too. 4 is Pagan. good. I did play Pagan 4 with Pagan Red. Yes. I didn't get to play 4. I didn't get to play 4. I kind of lost interest there. I, was like, I didn't play right. the 5, though. 5, I played, we and played I really enjoyed Yeah, we did play that one at E3. And I liked five. Uh, I thought it was fun. I it thought the weapons story. were I cool. Like, I like how they had the buddy system and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was good. It's sick. Um, uh, like they're able to like uh, wrap up these games differently each time, but still the same thing. It's just a new story, new villain. That's be that's be like uh, like you know like a new villain, new really interesting protagonist. Um, uh, an unfortunate situation and like a lot of crazy guns. I'm just hoping that with the repetitiveness of it, that doesn't become like what's what I'm seeing with like um new Dawn. Uh, more of like a, almost like a Borderlands sort of sort of gig, like sort of just like you know I've I've seen a lot of it and I, I I'd like to take a bit more of a break. Far Cry take a bit bigger break now and then maybe come back with something fresh. Gabe, um, the next game I want to talk about is um, such a great series, and I remember when I saw them announce this at E3. I think it was what twenty must have been twenty sixteen E three they announced it. But I just remember going crazy, like just losing my mind. Like, oh, I thought we were we'd seen the end of this, and here it is, and we're getting another one, and it looks fucking incredible. So for me, that's got to be God of War 2018. Um, definitely one of the best gameplay experiences you can have, like in general. Like it's just such uh immersive story and the writing is incredible and the gameplay mechanics that they've that sony or no what sony santa monica yeah that is is the studio um that they that they that they implemented and created for this game is just so satisfying that it's just one of the best games that you can put i think for me it's one of the best games of all time 100 percent uh God of War is also God of War PS4 is definitely also on my list. It is one of mm-hmm. my top tens. Uh, I was I played God of War when with my brother when I was a kid, the old God of Wars, and Gabe told me about this new one, and I was kind of skeptical, but he, he game shared it to me, and I downloaded it. It was a very slow process. I think I beat it over a span of a month or two, but like in by the time I got to like the last quarter of the game, I just bursted through it i like it was i beat the like last like 10 hours in like a day or two and it, like the story was phenomenal the characters mm-hmm. the story development like it really makes you think about like how you're gonna be when you're a father and like your relationship with yeah. your father and like all and, and even just like other people in general it's a very like thoughtful game i really enjoyed it it was definitely Probably the best story I've ever played in a video game, to be honest. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I feel you guys on that, especially with those sort of um, uh, stories are like that that father son or father like you know daughter sort of bond like travel stories. Um, we saw a lot of those this decade actually, um, uh, but especially with God of War, I found that the learning curve is what caused me to be like um, uh, to take more time in the game. Did you find that that was like uh, a harder thing coming from? Like from, from the I didn't have no learning curve. I loved it. I yo, loved the combat. I, I, yo, the, combat the combat was, was sick. It was, no, it was sick and smooth. But like, I found out I had to switch up how I was doing things. To take on the Valkyries were the hardest part for me. It yeah, she just beat me, beat me over the Valkyries. And like yeah. the thing about it was like it was it it was supposed to be reboot the franchise, but it still felt true to the original. And you still see that in how Kratos is portrayed, and you just. You know, this is still the same Kratos that we knew 
he's still that powerful, you know, but now he's got a family and he's like a little bit more vulnerable and we can see that too. And I just think the progression that just these characters go through in the story is so good and we need more God of War. Yeah, we need another we need two, we need like, a sequel now. Oh, that trailer that they dropped at the end, I don't want to say anything, but oh that secret <laughs> ending Shent literally had shivers down my whole back. Oh my god. Goosebumps everything, bro. Cool. All right, Gabe, it's off to you again. We that was all of our thirds, so yeah. Oh really? Yeah, we yeah. both had Oh that. man, okay. So <laughs> this this next one, um I thought this was great. I love superhero games and this one's gonna be Spider Man from twenty eighteen from Insomniac Games. Um I love Insomniac. I loved Sunset Overdrive. That's one of that's one of my favorite games for sure. Sunset Overdrive. But when Insomniac goes back to Sony um, from taking a little break, they come back hard with Spider Man in, in 2018. And this game is so good. Like the 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 whole mechanics of how the game works with you being Spider Man and the web swinging progression and the 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 different tools that you can use and Let's not forget about the story, which is so good. And I think it's the best Spider-Man story we've gotten since Spider-Man 2 or or Into the Spider-Verse because it was just like it just connected with you. You remember that, you know, um, Peter Parker is just a regular guy and, you know, he goes through things, the same problems and stuff that we go through. And I think that's what makes the character very relatable. And I think you see that in the game and you definitely go through it and experience it yourself. And the way that they kind of reintroduce the origin of Doc Ock in that game is so good. Like, you know, he's a character that we all know. Like, where can they possibly, like, go from here? How can they reinvent this character? And they did through the story writing. And it, it was really amazing. And again, one of the best Spider-Man stories we've gotten in a very long time. And the gameplay, too, is just incredible. I think that the them adopting that kind of free-flow combat model works really well in this game, and it shows. And I think, like, the time and the care that Insomniac and Marvel's Marvel Games put into this, it really shows, like, that these guys are really big fans because they crafted this such such a good experience coming from, a, like, a Spider-Man game. And I think it's definitely one of the best games of the decade for me. Yeah, it's definitely probably like one of the best superhero games for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think for me, it's tied yeah, up it there with Arkham. Yeah. It's really, really, really good. Um, just being able to actually swing around as Spider Man in like this free flow way, um, uh, point clicking. Wait, what was it? Point jump? Point jumping off? Was it? Yeah, we're able to like r- rush like to point speed and everything. Yeah, you feel, it, it feels a lot more like like um. It's for me in depth going behind like um fire escapes and everything, yeah. moving up and down and around. It's just uh, like, you know, it just really shows the next gen drive for the experience. And um. Yeah, and and like the the swinging in this game feels so good. It's literally like therapeutic. Yeah, I was just like, gonna say like you ninety percent of the time you I can just game, swing. I would just swing like whenever just, I was feeling a mood or. I would just hop on and I would just swing around, collect some backpacks, yeah. you know, take some photos, some take some sick sh- shots. Like. Say hi to some locals, you know, swing down, high five some people, go back. Or up. even if you have like like your cousin over or something, you know, you need to distract them. Be like, yo, here, swing around as Spider Man. They're like, all right, yeah. True, true. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, it's been a sick game for sure. I'm actually I'm uh, excited to see what they're going to do with the second one, especially with Mr. Miles Morales. 
Oh yeah, that's Mr. right, Mr. Miles Morales. Yeah. They've actually introduced secondary characters in a big way. I'm uh, I'm I'm excited to see him, uh, what he's going to be doing, and I know Insomniac will actually be good on that, and I'd actually see and expect him to take lead even in in, in the next game. Um, uh, to be honest, because they switch it hands over to Miles Morales, and then uh, using him leading the next Spider-Man too. What do you think? I could see it. I'd, I'd be down. I could see it. Invisibility yeah. and um uh, and and some shocking powers. It'd be cool if they definitely had huh? some like into the Spider Verse like crossover things too. Like if we get other characters. Okay, we did get Spider-Man. a game like that. that. We did get a, a game like into the Spider Verse game. It was called like Web of Shadows or something like that, and it was like eh, no, but like not I'm pretty sure. Good. I just mean like you <laughs> know because they. They got the rights. They can add in characters exactly. and stuff and, you know, cameos at least. And, like, pulling off the Sinister Six is not, like, the easiest thing to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you have to incorporate all those people in that. You tell me, like, um, they can't somehow incorporate, like, you know, not, not, not like, kind of in the same way how Insomniac, when they did um uh, their superhero game. What was it again? No, that's, that's you think of Sucker Punch. No, no, oh, Sucker Punch. Sorry, sorry. Sucker Punch, um, with um, uh, Infamous, how they had the guy, um, uh, like, collecting superheroes in the X-Men sort of way. No, I think I think I think it's all right, all right. to do that. All right, you're going off too much. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the next. Grant's getting a little off topic. Never mind. Let's go to the next on the list. All right. So the next on my list is definitely one of my favorite games of all time. We're gonna go with Overwatch. <laughs> I know Gabe's making a face right I'm now, dead. but Overwatch is very important to me, especially because me and my brother, you, way back in the day, we would always play Team Fortress Two together. It, that was a very important game to me. It was very fun. I loved the. Like, you know, how you all have your role when you're the healer, you got to help keep your team alive. And there's not very many games where you can be like that support character and like help support your team in that way and be the one that keeps your team alive. And that's the role that I usually play is a support role. And uh, they gave like a bunch of different roles from what they had in Team Fortress 2. So it just basically expanded it and gave the characters like all their own depths, their own stories and so much lore. It's and the animation, everything about it is just such a good game. I first heard about it when f- one of my Blizzard friends, he's obsessed with all the Blizzard games. He's like, yo, da- try this beta. I'm like, ah, bro, I don't fuck with Blizzard. He's like, yo, it's like Team Fortress, try it. I played the beta, played one round, and instantly bought the game. Instantly. It was so good. Been playing it almost four years now. It's been most of the games that I played for over those four years. So that's my game on the list. Overwatch isn't isn't a bad game. I think like what it's done for multiplayer games in the community. I think it's had a mm. huge impact. Yeah, and you can with see that. Sports too. It's it's a really good multiplayer uh, like game, team like team role playing game, and uh, I think that um, it does have. It's not personally. I, I don't think it's one of my favorite games of all time but it's not a bad game and i do play it i think it's great when you have a group of friends and you guys each have your assigned roles that you guys are good at and you get together and you guys are just winning and you get that momentum going and i think it's a great time and so yeah i definitely think that uh overwatch is definitely appropriate to be on the list for sure just because of how much of an impact it's had on on the gaming community in general and it just is a great game for sure all right graham what's up next for you um, uh, what's up next for me as far as a decade would be the Uncharted series, specifically Uncharted 4. Um, uh, it's just been such a great ride, like uh, being able to set aside parts of my day just to like to play sick action, action adventure, Indiana Jones style games and just like not even think, do some light puzzling, take on bear, um, uh, like, you know, bad guys and just be that action hero that I, uh, I was, that everyone always wants to be. 
So um, uh, for me, it's definitely going to be um, uh, that fourth one. Having it closed out and getting to play uh, Crash Bandicoot inside of um, uh, inside of Uncharted was just was, was a fun experience. But just like the game overall and having it closed off, I guess that's, 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 that's why I appreciate it. I didn't play multiplayer too much, though. So that's um, something I can't comment too much on. But single player, loved it. It was my game. Yeah, I think that Uncharted 4 was a great game. I think that you see these massive action set pieces that we get from Naughty Dog are always incredible. I think the acting that we get from, um, you know, Nolan North and Troy Baker in this game, how they really play off each other is great. And um, it's definitely a game that has kind of we've seen grow with the with with the console generations. We've seen them evolve. And I think that Uncharted 4 is a great example of this, of what, these systems are capable of doing mm -hmm. and i think the gameplay mechanics in uncharted 4 are definitely um something noteworthy of um yeah it's just it's great like the, yeah. the environments that these guys create are just incredibly beautiful the savannas that I'm yeah you're at like what was it it was like, like a volcanic island and you're you're, you're you're in this person's like mansion abbey or whatever trying to find yeah that. And, like, exactly. you learn the origins of like well, actually like the drake brothers as well in the jails and everything and then um, uh, just having like um, that that sick story and bond between the two brothers like really just made this like a really good sending off, and I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm more more than satisfied with what Nine Dogs done. Definitely, yeah, definitely a game that uh, can be considered for uh, one of the best games of the decade for sure. And uh, does that go back to me now? Am I next? Oh, oh, you want me? Yeah, oh, okay, all right. Well, so this is a game I think that we've all played. We've all kind of. Um, had our time with and i think a lot of people think it's one of the best games of all time it kind of takes the traditional zombie game and gives us a chance to look at the human aspect of what happens to the humans and kind of how society interacts with each other and i think the last of us is definitely a game that we can all say is probably one of the best games of the decades even yeah. if not one of the any, best any games of all time games list would be on the yeah. best games mm -hmm. decade for mm -hmm. The, the story that we get from um, Neil Druckmann and, like, Bruce Straley is incredible. I think it's one of the best game stories ever told in video games. Yep. I yeah. think the gameplay isn't particularly anything special, but just because the story is so strong, this game is just... It, it, it's not the gameplay is perfect. It's yeah. also, like, how they do the gameplay, like, how they set the enemies up and yeah. how, like, they set the music mm -hmm. and it... It's a very creepy tone, like especially <coughs> at that time, there wasn't very many good horror games at all, if any. So it was definitely a game that gave you like a little bit of goosebumps here and there, and it definitely gave you a good little thrill. No, yeah, definitely. Now I don't bring in like um uh, classic stories, and it's like uh that 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 on the road journey. I think there was the movie The Road too, right? That was like similar, and um it just makes everything so much more impactful. Like the the when you when you're strangling out like it like like an enemy. You see that translate on his face, and it just makes it so much more prevalent. And it makes you like so much more there in the moment that you actually care for these characters in a way. It's like in the relationship. You know? It's like yeah, God of War with like the relationship so between him and L. Like, like yep. it's it's such a good relationship, and they mm -hmm. the story and character progression that they do with it is very well written and mm -hmm. perfectly done. It's yeah, again, like Troy Baker, like yeah, just him as yeah, him yeah. playing Joel was just like yeah. one of the best performances. Yeah. Like ever in video and games and and, and ellie uh, um no no who's who's who plays, uh, who plays? 
Elliot, what's her name? Um, who, who, who Juno, isn't it? No, that's not no, her. No, There's like a whole she, lawsuit she's, about she's that. In, I know. She's isn't she? In she's in that other movie, like Beyond. game. She's in that other game, Beyond Two Souls. William Defoe. I knew this guy was gonna say that. William. What? Defoe. Yeah, but that's not her, man. No, it's not her. It's not her. We don't. I don't know her name, but I I don't know who it is. Um, I, I'm not yeah, too sure. But their likenesses have no yeah, what? no correlation. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely um, excited for the second game to come yeah, out. I think we all are. It's and gonna I, yeah. be serious. It's, it's like there's gonna be murders. Like it just sets a precedent of like what games should be now. You know, like this, like the storytelling that's possible. Like yeah. the visuals that are possible. Oh, the seriousness of which, like, um, our story should be taken with, you know, um, uh, definitely like uh, Naughty Dog's helping with that, and um, I think it's just gonna help further things even better. Uh, so, so we're back to Gabe again. So that because that was that was on your list too, right, Greg? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So that was on that, all of our lists. So we're right back on Gabe again. All right, another I think game. This next one's that's probably on all of our lists. Oh, so. this game, man. This. this is I, I, I spent a lot of hours in this game, <laughs> and that's the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. <laughs> The soundtrack, everything, the the world, the world, the quest. It makes even menial characters feel deep. Like, oh, you're awake now. Yeah, it's okay. I took an arrow to the knee. Like the memes, everything that came out of this game were amazing. Granted, the legacy it has, even just the legacy of the game itself, makes it a fucking incredible game. And if you if you haven't played it, what are you doing? It's literally playable on every single. Franchise platform, you can play it on your freaking smart fridge. Yeah, you can play it on fucking Nintendo. But this game, yeah, this game is like I think really impactful for like what I mean, fantasy stories and games can be like. Oh my god, like every like the everything, the detail in this game, like how many books and how many like background and lore is, is not like this. I think the world that they build in in skyrim and the elder scrolls is something that's as rich as like lord of the rings or yeah. star wars or harry potter like just the amount of background and, and the environment that these guys have crafted the soundtrack uh, from this game is amazing but let's not forget that this game launched and it was so buggy but like nobody cared because it was just such a good game it is, it like, is a bethesda yeah. game bethesda yeah. games have a concurrent thing like especially with fallout it's 3 parcel, man. new See, vegas 4 76 yeah. Pretty much all Bethesda games have their bugs, but mm. it, the bugs, you look through the bugs because you can tell they were trying to create something so beautiful, and they always do such a good job of creating something beautiful. Yeah, it's forgivable. Like, Sky, it's like, Skyrim it's is forgivable. just one of those games that you can just get lost in for like five hours, man. Like just play sitting yeah. there because you, yeah. you, 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 you go off and venture and, ex- and explore. And you just, go into a quest, and then like it takes like an hour to do a quest because you do this on the way, and then you do that on the way. You see this building, you're like, oh, what's in here? What's in this? little underground pathway like, like no t- no two people scorpions that's what no is. two people will ever have like the same experience playing skyrim because it's just it, it's just so crafted to everybody how however they want to play it mm-hmm. it's so spe- can be so specifically like crafted in the palm of your hand. exactly mm-hmm. i think that should be on everybody's game of the year game of the decade list anybody's top 10 it's just such a beautifully crafted game and um I can't wait for Elder Scrolls 6. And we're going to cut it back to you again, Gabe. For again. The next one. <laughs> the next one. That's on yours, right? Yeah, Anybody, yeah, nobody else has anything? 
Well, that's all of on all like, of our list. That's all on our list. They're the major gone ones. Through what? One, two, three, four, five, six. So we got. We should each have four more left. Mm, I definitely don't have four more left. But this next right. game <laughs> is a great game. It's still probably one of the best selling games of all time. Biggest best selling media, like any best selling product of media like uh, entertainment piece it's it's grand theft auto 5 yeah. uh this game is amazing um the story that they crafted in this game with uh, trevor michael and and what's what's the other guy's name trevor michael and oh what's his name man franklin franklin oh man the acting that we get from those guys is amazing mm-hmm. i think that the story and the gameplay it just shows like everything that uh, such a Everything that Rockstar is like capable of doing, and then some. It's like you get this rich world that's so deep and intricate with gameplay mechanics that like we don't even need, but they're given to us anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the multiplayer is something that is special on its own because a game that you know that's come out like in two thousand and what thirteen, um, and we're still getting um, online updates there's still there's still still a concurrent online like player community and they just keep adding to this game and i think that gta 5 is definitely one of the top 10 games of the decade it's just it's just such a beautiful looking game i think that that rockstar just knocks it out of the park with this and you know taking the gta franchise just like blowing our expectations every single time they put out a product and i think this is something that we can always expect from Rockstar, and I think it's why everybody always gets excited when we see what they're working on next. And I think, you know, that's something that a standard that they 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 always hold up to. And you know, we get we hear a lot of flack from them. We get a lot of flack from them from from you know their how their kind of development process is run with like the uh, the crunch and stuff. And I think that that's something that needs to change too. Mm-hmm. But Definitely GTA 5 is uh, on my top 10 or of all time and in the decade. So uh, the next one on my list is uh, going <coughs> to be Bloodborne. I had a really tough time being a really big Souls fan with Demon Souls, Dark Souls. I didn't really know what to put on my list. Uh, <coughs> I'm a huge fan of all of them, but when they switched up with Bloodborne and changed the combat system, it really gave it a completely different feel and the way that they made it be so like frantic gameplay from like the sitting back and playing calm and steady instead of it's now this frantic attack oh he hit me i gotta attack 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 back so you can get back that health you lost so you're playing way more aggressive rather than defensively when you do with the other souls game and it really gave such a good satisfaction when you're beating those bosses and there's been no game where I get those. I would literally like put down the controller after fighting a boss, and I would have my palms and my hands would be like sweaty, bro, like almost dripping sweat, just from yeah, how these intense beats. these boss battles are. And it's it's so fun, and like that's the reason he makes the game so hard is that satisfaction you get when you finally are able to beat that boss. And Bloodborne with the atmosphere of the <laughs> creepy like old gothic london kind of feel is just made it stand out compared to the dark souls games and the combat and everything is just incredible and definitely on my top 10 list for 
Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm not a big fan of those from software games. And I know they're incredibly made games. <laughs> but for me, I just don't have the patience for it. Yeah. I've never it's, been a it's fan. Hard. It's and hard. And it is like, hard. There's a learning curve to it for yeah, sure. Yeah, the learning curve is what gets you that satisfaction. <clears throat> like, there's the satisfaction you get from playing a Souls game when you're finally able to accomplish what you need to accomplish is it's incredible. Like, it's spine tingling, goosebumps, mm. everything. Like, it's it's crazy. Screen was so dark, man. I didn't know if I was doing good or not, oh. man. Like that, I, I just find it too dark of an atmosphere of game for me to be knowing if I'm doing well it's or so not. It's so good, just, dude. Oh, yeah. and the creepy creatures and yeah, that's cool. All that's the messed cool. up things, creatures that he cool. is. I find mind that interesting. Is insane. Yeah. It's incredible. It's too much of a learning curve for myself. Um, I definitely understand that. So what's next on your list? On man? my list, for me, I gotta I gotta give it up to the boys, Matt and Trey. Um, South Park. The Fractured Butthole is going to be um, uh, one of my top games of the decade as well. Um, it's sick how they switched up the combat. Yo, yo, so wait, you're sticking the stick of truth like that? Yeah, yo, I was going to... Okay, I got to I gotta cut it. I got to cut it. They switched up. They like switched. That. And first off, I got a collector's edition, so I got both when I played. You know, I played both of them. But, but, but the I thing like the is... the combat better. the stick of truth. I like the, the combat tr- better than the fractured butthole. The, the, the stick of truth It lays the groundwork for... It lays the groundwork for it, but like... That type of game Fallout 3 laid the groundwork for Fallout New Vegas. I like Fallout New Vegas better. You know? Fallout 3, ladies, when I Fallout New Vegas, I like Fallout New Vegas better. Hence, I like the fractured butthole better. I find that to be a lot more fun. I guess it's just a homeschool like, thing, eh? Yo, yeah. shut the fudge <laughs> up, bro. Yo. I've yo. never, I've never, I didn't finish the fractured butthole. It's really it good. didn't, it I know, didn't I click with me. Like, I got like, like the way. No, I finished but that like, and both the DLCs. I wanted to everything. I wanted to yeah, explore. Yeah, it was because it was the first one. It was the first one. But like, you see how, how much they changed the gameplay between it. it I don't think cool they changed they added, it enough. They just did. They changed like, a new lot. There's bounce back. There's um like yeah. There's more than new abilities. There's whole. There's new everything. These guys are ability trees and stuff. Yeah. There's a whole huge deal. You can choose. You can mix and match your powers and everything yo it makes a difference and like I when you actually even, pull it I'm pretty off sure i even bought the scenes pass and i didn't even play the dlc i played like, both the, the dlc Bonita, and it was jokes cast video is kind of weak casting is kind of weak but like um uh the the, the, the camp the camp, the camp the camp tardy caca one was jokes because they have like yo remember the old man <clears> um with the hat but yeah like like no it's so, a solid game it's on my list ahead can't of stick, stick of truth can't stick the stick of truth, you bro. know what i'm gonna stick that truth all the way in the back, because the terror right now is, is definitely is definitely um uh, the fractured butthole. That's that's that's, that's, that's on my list. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm going home. All right, Gabe. <laughs> you got three more left. Well, I went with GTA Five, so it's it's your turn actually. Oh, you got you have three more. Young Barter. Young Barter. Two more left. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the next on my list is gonna be another from software game. Wow. I'm gonna go with Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Um, being a big I'm fucking just going to say it. I'm a fucking weeb. I loved everything about Japanese culture, bro. <laughs> bro, especially, like, with, like, the horror weebo, and, like, the, s- the atmosphere. Like, I-, I love from software games, and I love, like, Japanese settings, like, bodegas and, like, the cherry blossoms and everything. Isn't it's it just... Bodegas? It, oh. What's a podega? Yeah, what is a podega? It's a podega. It's a pagoda. It's a pagoda. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say. We're gonna have to Google what a podega is. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's a pagoda. 
Alright, yo, it's it's the building. Pagodas, pagodas. Alright, nice. We know what it is. We know what it is. There's no pagodas. I see. The combat the combat is very good too. Like the when you walk into this game, Mm -hmm. even like after playing Bloodborne, it's just it's a shock. Like you you just you just fucking die a hundred times at the beginning boss and you're like, Why is this first boss so hard? And it's cause they bred you with these controls. Even with Bloodborne they switched it up, but in Sekiro they switched it up even more Mm -hmm. like the parry system and everything it's so beautifully crafted it's it takes it definitely has a big learning curve it's probably even less of a learning curve if you didn't play souls games it's probably like an equal because you try and play it like a souls or bloodborne game and then you're like no i can't play it like this so it definitely like makes you revamp how you think of your strategies how you're attacking when you're defending when you're going to parry and that timing of parry it takes definitely a bit to get used to but it's definitely very well done and very well crafted and the story and everything it's just very well done and especially with the story uh most from software games are very like brisk on what they say on the story and like what the characters say and like the lure of the story but this one it had a very much more deep story compared to the rest of the from software games so it definitely both have a spot on my list well, how about you, Graham? Uh, no, yeah, it's, it's it's funny enough that you mentioned that because um, uh, um, the only game that I played similar, like, and I looked at Sekiro and I saw like that it was totally different. That world actually got me a little bit more interested in it than uh, Bloodborne. But when I was talking to people about um, uh, my game that I'll be talking about right now, which is uh, I'm a big, huge Star Wars fan, so Jedi Fallen Order is one of uh, one of my favorite ones of this year. And I was just happy enough to get a solo Star Wars game that I could easily put at the top of any list. So I might as well put it one of the, one of the tops of this one. And uh, when people would talk to me about like um, uh, how the combat system in um, uh, in Skywalker was like, they would also relate it sometimes to Sekiro. And I was like, nah, I didn't play that, and I know it's nowhere near as hard as that. But then when I started playing it, I felt pretty good fighting them um, uh, individuals. But when you get to these bosses, I don't know if you felt the same way, but there's this huge curve. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the same combat system because people told me the combat system has been similar. Have you even played Sekiro? No, I haven't, like but they so? but that, that's how it's been described to me. I don't uh, know. Saying, it's, yeah. It depends. Sometimes. Um, I played both, and Sekiro is fucking hard. Yeah, I know. It's it's a lot, no, no, I know it's a lot harder. I, I, I couldn't harder. get past the first boss, so I, <laughs> yeah. I won't go anywhere near Sek- Sekiro. Yeah, like you know, gave beat it looks like, like, <coughs> like span of what like. Days. <laughs> I, 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 but I have to agree with Graham. I think we haven't gotten a, a good Star Wars game in like a very long time. And uh, Jedi Fallen Order like is incredible. I think the team at Respawn does such a good job with mm. the characters that they created with Cal Kestis and Sierra Junda and the second sister. And yep. I think it's a, a, a strong enough story that it can it stands out on its own piece of like Star Wars. Like and you I know. Hope- I hope it gives them the confidence to actually like look back at where they messed up with thirteen thirteen, and the fact yeah. that they had that in their hands and they could have done something with like that. And hopefully, this will bring them the confidence to do more solo like adventure, like um uh, these uh, Star Wars one offs. Yeah, uh, that's that's that's, that's why I hope the most from it. Yeah, I think that yeah, just the whole combat system of Jedi Fallen Order it worked so well. Um, with the type of game that it is, I think that you're on this sort of Indiana Jones quest, and you mm. and you've got your your gang with you, and it's great because you got your BD, yeah, and and you see the characters, you get more depth in these characters than we do in some of the sequel trilogy films, and I think like I think that the story on its own is just so good, yep. and the gameplay is incredible too, and the worlds that we get to explore. 
um, are amazing. And, like, all the collectibles and little nods to Star Wars lore and mythos that we get in the games are great. Um, That is, I think, it for you guys on your... Oh, you still got two more? Is that on your list? No, that wasn't on my list. That was it for me. That was for me. I think that was my last one. Yeah. I got two more. And then I've got one more. Um, So here, I'll go, go, and then you go, and then I go. Sure. Go ahead. So uh, next one on my list, some people wouldn't technically consider it a game. It's not a fully developed game, but it definitely had a really big impact on me and definitely was a very standout game for me, being a really big horror fan and really big horror buff. And uh, especially a Hideo Kojima fan, uh, the PT was incredible. Like it's there's never been a game that's actually really scary. Like actually, really like I don't want to go down this corridor or I don't want to go through this door because I don't know what's on the other side. Like there's some games that people have that feeling, but like I don't know. For me, it's really hard to get scared from a video game, and PT was the closest thing that is I would consider really scary to a video game and the acting and the graphics and everything about it are just so insane and it was just such a disappointment that we couldn't see that come to full fruition but hopefully in the future Hideo and Gwemald can work on something together that is a horror which I would love to see that would be incredible I was debating either on PT or Death Stranding for this spot on the list but I had to put PT just because of how much of a horror fan I am and how well they did horror in that. But Death Stranding is also a very amazing game with a very good story too. Mm. Yeah, I still I still have that demo on my on on, on my PlayStation. Save. Yeah, PT. Yeah, I still have PT a hard was drive. really cool. I have a spare yeah, hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't facts, give facts. him my hard drive with it. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I remember like when it, I came out. I think Carter was like at my house too, and like we were playing it. And like we were yeah. like looking like online too to see like what kind of things What's that you have to do, do so we could yeah, yeah, yeah so we could and all, all the men they would come yeah. over to him yeah. bro like they would get scared yeah. bro she would spook him on us yeah. bro and they get spooked bro yeah. a little dumpy baby oh, inside the so sink good. oh my gosh yeah was uh, so good yeah and um game that's next on my list that I think is really good and I think it's one of the best open world games we've ever gotten is. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, this game is just so freaking good. Like, you can spend so many hours playing this game. I think that the world that we get from Nintendo is just so... It's just crafted so beautifully. Like, I think the animation style that they went with, um, <clears throat> the gameplay that they went with, the story is incredible. And just, like, I think the best part about this game, it, it is, it's the open world, like, you can get rid of like all the story like you don't even have to call this game if it wasn't a zelda game like i still think it would be one of the best games of all time it just happens to be a zelda game and i i, I think it is one of the best games of all time and i think like the the open world that they create like you'll just be riding around for like on your horse for like i don't know like 20 minutes and then all of a sudden you'll see a group of bacoblins or something like that. And your heart will actually start to race because this game kind of creates this like false sense of security because everything looks so nice. And then all of a sudden, the minute you see an enemy, like it's a real panic, like you're really in danger. And I think like I think any game that kind of gets you like any sort of like uh, em- emotional or like physical response from you, I think is a great game. And um, I think that this game really shows like 
just the way that you can craft things, different recipes you can craft, like the different armor, like all of that. It's just it has all the components that makes a really good open world game, and it does it like ten times better. And uh, yeah, that's definitely. I don't know. You guys haven't played Breath of the Wild. You definitely. You guys definitely should. I've dabbled my feet in it, but <coughs> I am a big Zelda fan. Um, I think. I think. I think. Contrary to what you're saying before, is that like um, uh, because the world is open to big, because it is a Zelda game. That's why the open world works so well because it's things that you recognize and see, um, uh, um, and that that we know like that is. Whatever random word you said it was for an for for an enemy because I don't really I'm not that well associated with Legend of Zelda, but I'm uh, just watching it and seeing like um how far and how how wide you actually um uh, do have to go and it, it was more more than impressive to see it come off of the Switch, where a lot of times I think um uh, to the mainstream Nintendo's uh, underrated, so um uh, it's really sick to be able to see a Switch kick out something that that amazing. And I think that one of the good things about this game too is just it doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't tell you to go here or do this it just gives you the tools and the reins and it tells you like just go have fun do whatever you want you can you 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 can you can take on the bosses and whatever order you want you don't really have to 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 do anything in one particular order and it really really gives you like the sense of exploration like if you want to and it reinvents like you know the far cry towers it keeps them interesting it makes them a little bit more um manageable and i think less tedious of a task and i think that that's something that really shows why this game is one of the best games of the decade for sure and so last on my list but definitely not least is gonna be borderlands 2 being a huge borderlands fan playing borderlands 1 with my brother all the time it's just i'm a huge fan of that four player drop in drop out co-op experience like i can play it on my own or i can invite one of my buddies to come in for a bit and do some missions or you know we can trade some legendary guns or we can go and kill some raid bosses together and they just took what they had in borderlands 1 and revamped it i i don't need i'm it's always on the fence over what I like more, Borderlands 1 and 2, because they're both such incredible games. And Borderlands 2, they did such a good job with the antagonist of Handsome Jack and really bringing such humanity to the character and, like, so much depth to him. And also just a big, huge plethora of guns and worlds to explore and enemies to beat. And something that I always love about Borderlands is easter eggs like there's thousands well not thousands but in total of all of them but like there's definitely hundreds of easter eggs hidden throughout just borderlands 2 alone that some you may know some you may not know some may be like these big hole missions where your creepers are running at you and they're blowing up and you have to hit the minecraft blocks and stuff but it's definitely in the the dialogue in the game it's very funny light-hearted game that really makes you laugh and enjoy just have a good time you know so that's going to be the last on my list yeah i i like borderlands borderlands like for that reason that you know it's a good couch co-op game but i just can never get behind that cell shading graphics i love the yeah. graphics bro it's, it's so just, good oh, so for me it just doesn't do it for me man i don't like it and by now like 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 borderlands 3 like when you honestly look at it fam Borderlands 3 is ridiculous, and they know they're ridiculous. And when you're only gimmick, but I think that's part of the, no, the, the that, way that, they that, sell that, it. That's your only gimmick, though. 
Is that your only gimmick? Being ridiculous? It's true. You know what it's I mean? It's true. Uh, uh, like, but sometimes that's all you want to do in a game. It's yeah, just hop like, on like, with your friends and just shoot some stuff. And just blow shit up. And they do that really well. And beat with bosses. No, 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 no. But like, it's so, like, they know that it's not supposed to be serious that I don't find it, like, you know, fun. And What's like, wrong with like, like a like psychotic nine year old that likes to blow shit up, bro? What, you got a problem like, with that? My God, you're 22, bro. Like so, you know. So like, you know, it's just like, like I, I I don't find it as 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 fun as like um uh, like even even the second game, like even like, like the second game. I said the second. The I know, I know, I know, I know. Nobody even mentioned the third except for you, dog. I'm just saying the Borderlands <laughs> series, the series as a like, whole. Well, we're talking like about Borderlands end, two and Does one. Does anybody else I'm have any honorable mentions they want to throw in there? What are you guys thinking? I don't know. Uh, I'm playing some Civs, but it's super recent, so it's not really a definite thing at all. I I would I'd like I'd say Horizon I, Zero Dawn. I, I, I thought Control was gonna be on your list. Yeah, I was very I, surprised I, I, I would that you say didn't Control was on your list. I'd say Control. Death Stranding is definitely a big honorable yeah. mention. I think Horizon Zero Dawn is something that's really good, just from what it did technically. Like the that game looks amazing. For me, the story and the gameplay didn't do it for me, but I mean that's the engine that they used to build. Death Stranding too, so like it, it's a really good looking game, and I think whatever else we get from Guerrilla Studios in the next couple, which I hope is not a, a Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, because <laughs> I, I, I just I, I don't want I don't want them to to um, go anywhere else with that. But I think yeah, definitely some stuff and Control too is really good. Yeah. Um, Honorable mentions to Battlefront Two for getting everyone back on the flex. Battlefront Two, one of the best games of the big, decade. Big, no way. Big, big. <laughs> no way. No, 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 no. But honorable mention for them, for them, for them, for actually getting people back on board. Because I remember. All oh, here's a here's here's before. a good game. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. If 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 you're gonna bicker about me about Battlefront Two, No Man's Sky, well, that was a terrible. No, no Man's Sky. Terrible experience. Because what us. happened with No Man's Sky is they lay they they launched a game that was promised to be a AAA game. When, and they priced it as a AAA game when really they should have just launched it as the indie title it, it could have been. And But now literally everything that they promised, that Sean Murray promised in, in, in No Man's Sky is definitely coming true now. Is coming true now with the firmware updates. And I think that's fair because everything is free and this game is incredible now. So I think so that No Man's Sky is definitely an honorable mention. Would that, would like... I think it is worth a recap. There's, there is, you know, now co-op. There's base building. There's VR support. Like, there's a lot of stuff you can do in No Man's Sky now. Okay. Portal Two, I would definitely say. Oh is a yeah, good Por- Portal Two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portal Two for sure. Um, any remasters? Any stiff remasters? I can't think of any. Spyro reignited trilogy. Ah, <laughs> uh, Spyro. Uh, Shot collection. Spyro <coughs> Yeah, but I think that pretty much uh, sums up our list. Um, uh, we're looking forward to you know the next decade of gaming and what we can uh, get from next.